close attention here, Steve, because Matt and I are a lot closer than you think. And yes, we do have matching tattoos, Steve. And they run down the sides of our bodies so that when we hug each other, it's like a half a heart. And when we hug each other, it becomes a whole heart, Steve. Like a mezpa. Yeah. Hmm. But like for real. Yeah. You know, mezpas went out of style in like the 80s. Yeah. Well, not if you're a real man. And you're secure in your masculinity. <laughs> okay, yeah. That's, that's what makes you a real man. <laughs> that's yeah. No, I, 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 I signed him a friendship bracelet. Steve, what's wrong with that? It is, you know, whatever. Yeah. I didn't get one, but... You didn't ask for one. You're not supposed to ask for a friendship bracelet. Do you want, do you want a friendship bracelet, Steve? No. <laughs> All right, then I won't send you one. Yeah. I also have his name and calligraphy on my lower back. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm a little more secretive. I put Matt's birthday <clears throat> in numbers around my nipple. <laughs> a lot of people think it's just a broken clock. Yeah. <laughs> Me, not the nipple. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Steve, you doing okay, buddy? Oh, I'm fine. Yeah, All life right. is a bowl of cherries right now. Mm, yeah, awesome. Right. Yeah, well, Steve, I can't help you all the time, buddy. I can't be there for you as you know your spiritual advisor. You know, I can't. I can't do this all the time. That's all right. All right. Why don't we mute, Steve, and then we'll we'll all begin right. the program. The 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 program. Once a week, three laddies come together from distant lands to talk about Bigfeet, Martians, Ghost, Time Travel, Chupacabras, and the Sweetwater Legend. I think we're all huge fans of the Sweetwater legend. This is the Fortean Slip. With your host, Chris York. Say no to Quaaludes? Fuck no. Wait a minute. No. Say yes. Co-host, Steve Elkhorn. Wait, take a break. Shut my camera off. Go yeah, yeah. And sometimes, special guest, Matt Knapp. Just right accept it for what it is and just watch it and enjoy it. They don't know who you are. They don't know what you want. If you're looking for entertainment, you may have come to the wrong podcast. But what they do have is a very particular set of skills. There are no cows. No cows? No. No cows were harmed in the making of this incident. We often wish that your relationship went much like that of the praying mantis. <laughs> I thought that was a reference to everything being green. <laughs> yeah, sure you did. Carry on, gentlemen. I'm going to do something else for a little while. Wow, Steve, uh, would you like us to stop the program <laughs> so you continue to do your shit? You're about to witness the strength of creep knowledge. Hello, everybody, and welcome. <clears throat> Excuse me. To the 40th slip. Episode 
135. Harold Shipman. Yeah. Ever heard about Harold Shipman there, Steve? No. Never heard about the man, the myth, I think I, I think the, the legend. <clears throat> he was a naughty boy, Steve. He was a naughty boy. Okay. Naughty, naughty boy. Um, I this over this past week. I don't know. Um, I didn't talk about it last week on the show. I don't think everything's kind of running together. Everything blends. Yeah. Uh, right now I watched How to Fix a Drug Scandal. No, I didn't fucking try to figure out how to fix a drug scandal, Steve. I watched a documentary called How to Fix a Drug Scandal. I was going to say, was that like a PowerPoint presentation? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They were like, Chris, this is how you get out of this. And I was like, but it was a lot of cocaine. No, I, um, so I'd been hearing all kinds of shit about this, um, uh, uh, how to fix a drug scandal, how to fix a fucking drug scandal. You got to check out how to fix a drug scandal. And uh, so uh, one, of, one of these nights here, I was up late and I started the fucking thing at like midnight. I didn't stop. I plowed right the fuck through. It was like four episodes. Um, they're all about an hour long, I think. And holy fuck, this all took place in like Massachusetts. And Massachusetts, uh, to, to kind of set this up, and I, I will try not to spoil as little as possible for everybody. Um, yeah. But to, to set this up, that's right. We have so many listeners. Um, the, the state of Massachusetts has two um, labs in the whole entire state that test their drugs. They have one in Boston and one out in Western Mass. I can't remember where it is, like Amesbury or some shit like that. Anyway. Um, so, uh, at almost exactly the same time, like it was happening at exactly the same time, but at almost exactly the same time, they had two chemists, one at each lab that were under arrest for falsifying records and just general fuckery. So... Like, that's how this whole thing opens up. And what a fucking shit show. What a shit show. If if you get the time, sit down, watch this fucking four-part barrel of fucking joy. And and understand and and realize at the end that uh, even when they fix shit, they really don't fix it. (laughs) I mean... There were people who blatantly uh, abused their power in government, were told by judges that they they had abused their power, and they were given other jobs within the government. That was that that was the state of Massachusetts uh, fix was to take them out of the attorney general's office and put them somewhere else. It, it reminds it reminds me very much. Like what the fucking Catholic Church does with its fucking goddamn pedophile priests. Just oh, shuffle them around. Yeah, you screwed a little boy over at this church, we'll send you to the other parish. You yeah, know. it is it, very, very fucking similar in the way, it, like, the, just this whole, well, you know, that's over. 
We just we just shoved her over there. Uh, I mean, there were a couple of useless fucking cunts that just I mean, you watch their testimony in court. And and the guy asked him, did you think that maybe when you did this, that this was a, a, a that you were, you know, doing the wrong thing? And that nope. Nope. Just blatantly just fuck you. Nope. I, and I'm I, watching this. I was just like, what the fuck? <clears throat> it was just, I, I, I'm telling you, if you got the time, um, sit down and watch this fucking thing. It is amazing. What the fuck happened? What they, a, what they allowed to happen. B the fact that it can, ha- you know, that it could have happened. You know, it just unreal, unreal. Take some fucking time and watch that shit. I would Uh, watch it if it were a three-part series, but... Four is a little too much for you. Four takes it a little too long. Yep. Yeah. That's why I couldn't get you to watch The Pharmacist. Did you ever watch McMillions? No. No. I did start watching. I think Katie did. I think Katie watched McMillions. Yes, I did. It was good. You fucking loved that thing, didn't you? Yeah, I enjoyed it greatly. Wasn't that mother that fucking? I can't remember that the the FBI agent's name. That motherfucker was so happy to be on camera. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> he was like the star of the fucking show. Yeah, and he loved it. He soaked every minute of it up. Oh my god! But what a fucking shit show that was. That fucking McMillions. Oh, you got to yeah. watch that, Steve. Well, it's free. You gotta is sit it, down. Is it more than a three-part series? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's really good though. Three. <sighs> it was really easy to watch. It was entertaining. Yeah, Steve. You know, and it's a part of history that got skimmed over. That's right, it, Steve. It got like uh, it happened right before slash after nine eleven. So yeah. the court case kind of went unnoticed. So 9-11 was a cover-up for this McMillions. <laughs> for McMillions, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Steve, you're fucking falling right into it, buddy. I got it. Yeah. I'm up to speed. Yeah. I, in fact, I was watching something the other night, and somebody said something to Bo. Well, you know, if somebody just offered you, you know, a million dollars, and I was like, fuck you! I ain't taking that shit! I watched McMillions! I ain't taking fucking money like that from somebody. Fuck that shit. All I could think about while I was watching it was just like all the times I would get McDonald's and just pray to get like boardwalk or park. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'd have like boardwalk, I think, and I needed park place like every time. I was just like, boardwalk was always boardwalk was always easy. Yeah. Yeah. They always made a couple of them that were just, you know, everybody had them. You know, and then the rest of them you had to fucking dig for. Yeah, but little did they we weren't know there. That Park Place belonged to someone else. Yeah, Park Place was somewhere else. <laughs> I did get a you know free Big Mac here and there, which you oh know, yeah, who yeah they didn't free fries. It's <laughs> <A> Sunday. <laughs> yeah, that dude wasn't going. Hey man, I got a baggie here full of free hamburgers. Yeah, <laughs> you like McFlurries? You like using Big Macs there, buddy? Let me tell you something. I'll work out a deal with you, but I'm going to own your soul for the rest of your life. <laughs> That's pretty much what McMillions was. Like, here, I'm going to give you 
a million dollars or whatever the fuck the prize was, and I'm gonna own you. <laughs> like that fucking that whole docu series, fucking crazy. Loved it though. Loved it. <clears throat> Have you guys ever won anything? Yes. Have I ever won anything? Big prizes? Just a prize. I mean, yeah. You know, um. Yeah, like throw my old company under the bus. Um, I won and I signed up for a raffle at the old company that I used to work for. Um, uh, and I won't say the name. And uh, I did it as a goof because uh, truth be known, I got fired from my last job and mm. I am more than fucking grateful that they fired me if I could stand and take a piss off the roof as each one of my old bosses came out one by one and let urine dribble on their fucking faces in disgust, I would. Um, why you can't do that along with, you know, a few other people, (laughs) but so, um, this company that I worked for decided that, uh, for bonuses, and everything they would just cater to the redneck backwoods man so we got cabela's gift cards all right uh and uh they would uh regularly give out uh tickets to sporting events yeah um and uh nascar oh nascar so one weekend um or one week they had had a, a raffle or whatever uh, thing, you know, you sign up, we're going to draw it later. Sign up. If you want to participate for NASCAR tickets. Now, anyone that knows me knows that I love <laughs> being <No>. a cocksucker. <laughs> so I put my name in because I fucking hate NASCAR. And at this point, I had made it quite clear at the company that I thought that it was bullshit that they couldn't get us just like a Visa gift card or, you know, they, they had to cater to this this side, you know. And I was just like, so I put my fucking name in. And lo and fucking behold, I won. Well, I had every intention of fucking selling them fucking things. Every fucking intention. That was why I did it. And right after I won the fucking tickets, I got called into the office. <laughs> and All I right, was, we've had too much. We had and to I, and no, and I, I and I was the very first person, by the way, to be told, um, the owners of the company do not want you to sell those tickets, Chris. Um, <laughs> if you would like to give them to someone else, you know, you could do that, but um. You know, they do not want you to sell those tickets. I would have sold them anyhow. I, you know, I fucking wish I did so fucking bad at this point. Like, I wished I'd have been like, fuck you and done it anyway. But yeah, I won something, some NASCAR tickets that I wound up having to give away to somebody else because I don't fucking watch NASCAR. I won a hundred dollars from an instant uh, instant thing on the internet from Schwann's. Ice cream. Look at you. Yeah, 100 bucks. Look at I you. won a and mini basketball. A what? A mini basketball. 
Ooh. Here's the deal. (laughs) I won the mini basketball from ESPN. Wow. But how I won the mini basketball. (laughs) You probably cheated. I did. Kind of. I I didn't really cheat. There. I mean, there's no way to blow a media personality at ESPN. I mean, what? No. Okay. So they did like this this thing where like you filled out the brackets for the entire March Madness basketball tournament, which is huge. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how many teams, but I would say like you know more than a hundred. And I got it ninety eight percent right. You're just that good. Yeah. Well, what I did was I scoured popular basketball (laughs) websites and wrote down all their picks. That's what I would have done. (laughs) And just filled in the answers. And, you know, the the compilation of basketball experts were 98% right on (laughs) March Madness that year. But I won a mini basketball that was worth nothing, you know, like a couple (laughs) bucks maybe. And I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, if I had picked this 98% correctly in Vegas, I could have won oh, like yeah. millions of dollars. Oh, yeah. Like, all I get is a fucking basketball. That's it, man. For 98% correct? That's it. I just, I, I you know, li- seriously, though, I want to just go back and like, I mean, re- this is the only time I'd like to thank my father for completely destroying my dreams when I was a kid. Like, as I was eating cereal, looking at the, like the fucking you know, the sweepstakes shit. And he just looked at me across the table and said, nobody fucking wins those things. Chris. <laughs> they do. And he was right. Nobody do, fucking eh? wins those things. I won a hundred dollars on an instant sweep. I don't believe you, Steve. No, I did actually. And then no, I, won, I don't, believe, I don't believe that a hundred dollars was not the grand prize <laughs> in that one. Yeah. It was just a bunch of prizes, but they were all low like that. I won I 50 bucks on a scratcher. The most I ever won on a scratch is a fifty bucks. I had a cousin that won ten grand on uh, um, Mega Bucks. Um, I, I think I've known a couple of people that have won like a grand. I've never, no, I've never been. Uh, I don't play that. I've been, been lucky I would, enough. I would get addicted to it, so I try not. I've, you know, there's I like a uh, what? Steve probably knows the answer to this, and I'm not excluding anybody else that would know the answer. But there's like a governor or a senator or some politician that's won like a huge lottery like twice i don't know hmm like mega millions type lottery twice the senator or the governor at the time yeah i think so yeah fixed (laughs) (laughs) completely fucking fixed (laughs) fucking fixed did you uh did you see there where uh the the mayor of um las vegas wants to open up but and the the, governor and then, then they talk to the governor, and the governor's like, ah, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> like, this is a, this is what's hilarious about this whole thing. is like, no one can fucking agree on anything. You know? They were protesting here. In, uh, pro- in Tulsa? In, yeah, in downtown Tulsa. You had protesters out there uh, demanding that businesses open back up. Now, the funny thing about this protest was they were all driving around in cars and social distancing while they were protesting. So if you want the businesses open back up, why are you afraid to go protest together? Yeah. In most yeah. states, when they when they did the protests, they actually got out of their cars. But yeah, not here. Yeah. 
No, I just thought it was funny that the, you know, the mayor in Las Vegas is like, we need to open back up. And, the, you know, like, we can do it. It's not a big deal. And then they ask the governor and he's like, yeah, no, that's not happening. Yeah, but the, you got to understand Las Vegas is the entire economy of that state, pretty much. And and it, and, the, and Steve, we all get that. N- none of us are blind. To yeah, that it's fact. horrible. I mean, we understand that like businesses are going under. People are broke. They don't have ways to pay their bills. It's a horrible situation. And like, yeah, uh, it would be great if places could open back up and people could go back to work. But yeah, you want to be broke or dead? I have mixed feelings on this whole thing anymore. I go, I go back and forth on. Well, I've heard this is this is the second time. uh, Like just today, I heard I was listening to another doctor um, who's been on the front lines in this, and who you know who has uh, said some controversial things. And the thing that he said that's controversial is that this slowing the curve is all it's doing. Um, one of the things that he said in a piece was that we're not changing the, the amount of people that will die. We're just changing the dates. That's all we're doing. We're slowing the curve down so that it doesn't hit the fucking healthcare industry so hard that it, it overwhelms it and it's, it causes more destruction in its wake. And, but the other thing that he was talking about too was that it's promising at this point because it looks like now that they're getting more antibody tests out there that this has been around a little longer than we thought and that there have been more people infected by it than we thought than we previously thought the and that the, the death is going to be a lot less than they thought it was it's less than what they thought it was but it's not as low as the flu still like it's not going to be as low as that. They I did the uh, antibody testing in New York City, and I want to say they found that of the people tested, thirteen point nine percent had already had it and didn't even know it. Yeah, of the, of the people that were. It, this was a couple of days ago, so I don't know what the numbers are now. Yeah, that Indiana means, did that testing this weekend too. Yeah, yeah, that means that the death rate in New York City, which is high, you know, densely populated, turns out to be about 07 percent which is still above the flu. Yeah. I mean, like, I think, but I think that doctor's correct. I think that this is not, this is not going to stop this from happening. Cause like he said, yeah, if, if we all stay inside, none of us have been exposed to the virus. You know, then we release all the social distancing stuff. We all start going outside again. None of us have antibodies, antibodies for it. So I, we just I, go out and fucking get it. I'm pretty sure I had it in February. Yeah. I was sick the whole month. And I know a lot, a few other people who claim, you know, doctor thought I had bronchitis as an upper respiratory thing. And, uh, it lasted a, an entire month and it was no fun, but it wasn't, you know, the worst symptoms that people are talking about. It was just a, you You didn't have the COVID toes. No. And I could taste things, which was good. But it seems like this thing affects everybody differently. Yeah, we we're we're all sick of hearing about it too. Yeah, and we're we're not we're not quite sick of talking about it though. Yeah, no, not yet. My name is. My name is. What? My name is. Slim Shady. No, it's fucking Chris. What the fuck's your problem, Steve. Jesus. But uh, I I don't know. I 
I don't think it's as deadly as they believed in the beginning, obviously, but no, I, I think there's a, like I said, there's a lot of things that need to be looked at. Like the people who think that it was an overreaction, the people that think that it was an underreaction. Listen, it is what it is. Like, this is where we're at now. I think there was some overreaction in some areas of the country. Like, uh, but when, when California think, shut down, they had one death. I mean, it wasn't, and and they didn't really get where they thought they were going to, even though they they were the first to shut down. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. But it, I mean, it's just gonna, it's going to be interesting to see how how it works out. But it, you know, was it an was it an overreaction? I don't know. Was it an underreaction? I don't know. All they got to do is send me another twelve hundred bucks, and I'll forget the whole thing. And you're gonna forget all about it. Yeah. You got your first one. Oh yeah. So you're happy about that? Yeah. Oh, there's still so much misinformation being spread around about it. Yeah. You know, like. Uh... Well, that's a. Well, I'll tell you right now, the media just loves to grab onto something and go. Right now. Hold on. Hold on a second. I gotta take my my Clorox hit. Yeah. Oh, don't, don't, just don't. <laughs> Do not. I've turned, just on, like extra, last night, I've turned uh, on extra lights in my room, too, so I'm good to go. Two nights ago. UV? There is a... Uh, oh, shit. A British guy that I was talking to, and he was talking about, well, you know, in uh, Sweden, like, what's the deal with that? And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, in Sweden, they haven't had any deaths and they're like all still walking around just fine oh, I'm like, shit. dude there's oh, been shit. like over two thousand deaths in sweden like what are you talking about it will <laughs> be just, interesting to hear the numbers when this is all done they're see the thing with sweden is sweden is one of those countries that is taking the stance of we need to just let it run through the population like they're kind of like they have some guidelines going on but they're and because I, I was listening to this doctor that I was just talking about was talking about this exact thing. And he's like, they're, you know, they're, he, I think he said that they're doing it a little crazier than what he would suggest. Like, he doesn't think that they should go that balls deep, crazy, you know, hey, <laughs> but like that they should have some restraint with it. Um, but I don't know. It's it's going to be like I said. It's going to be very very interesting to see what happens, and you know if they do let us all out and then the death rates spike, you're going to see a lot of people freak the fuck out. You know, and that's exactly what happened with every other fucking huge virus that has come through. Is that we you know they have you know you have an initial thing. It, it comes goes by people go back out and then boom you have another fucking huge spike you know around the fall or winter so 19 the 1918 one happened three times it went through three times yeah. you know what i'm of course they didn't have the I'm, medicine not gonna, I'm not gonna lie i'm fucking i am fucking petrified i'm not of it like i, I have I'm, I'm a former smoker i still fucking vape you know, I I tick a shit ton of the fucking boxes. Um, you know, there's uh, Holly was telling me that they're they're uh, recording these. You know, like we were talking about those weird uh, side uh, things that are going on with, you know, like the COVID toes and all this weird bullshit. 
She was like, now there's a thing that where they're saying that people in their 40s to 50s are like having fucking mini strokes. And sh I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, I don't need to hear that shit. <laughs> like, I'm fucking 40 something. Shut up. What is the COVID toes? I think I missed that one. You haven't seen the pictures of the COVID toes where the people mm. get the fucking their toes get all red and shit. Huh. Yeah. COVID toes. I better check my toes. Make sure. Check your toes, Bob. Could have some COVID toes. I, I would know. like them. I, I hope that they open this antibody type testing to everybody eventually. And I know to go back to work, you're going to eventually have to do something like that in some places. I know. Maybe but if the I, war, I want to know world, if I have. Maybe, maybe if the war of the worlds happens now, though, we're going to be okay. Because this is the oh, fucking that, disease that'll kill. Thing anyway. This this disease will fucking kill the fucking the aliens. Mar Martians invading? Yeah, fuck it. We got COVID. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, we just fucking go hang out with them. Here, have some fucking COVID. Yeah, shake your hands. <laughs> Cough on them. Come here, motherfucker. Well, oh, you know what I love about COVID? <clears throat> is I haven't had to touch another human being except my wife in a long time. I like it. You know, as far as shaking hands. And you have Asperger's. Jesus fucking Christ. I did read where Jose Canseco is concerned about Bigfoot and the aliens having it because he hasn't heard from them. Well, you know, when I look to the man of rationality and grounding the voice that grounds America, I think fucking Jose Cansenko. Yeah. You know, I mean, think about it, Matt. And I'm not saying this uh, out of the side of my cheek either. This is a man that fucking came out with the fucking baseball drug scandal years before. Yeah. He was just like, no, they're all fucking juicing. Yeah, he, and he and here's the thing: cool. everybody fucking hates him for it. Yeah, I don't get it. He was the only guy that came out and told the truth. <laughs> everybody fucking hates him for it. I think it's because whenever, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whenever he was playing at his prime, I mean, he was the man, you know, during that whole thing. Dude, he was with McGuire on the A's. Yeah, while he was the man, he banged Madonna. Yeah. When she was young and hot. Yeah. And not crazy. And whatever else she is now. <laughs> so I, think it's all just, I think it's all just a bunch of haters, you know? Yeah. I I, I mean, uh, I, he is a he is a, a an entertaining guy, Kinsenko. He is. If you ask me. <clears throat> Some weird shit. Th those guys from our, you know, from our era of, uh, watching baseball i mean i'm I'm assuming you're in the same time frame as me matt you know I would fucking, so. uh, doc gooden yes uh, the, the rocket <laughs> roger clemens uh you know daryl uh, never met a crack rock he didn't like strawberry <laughs> there you go <laughs> fucking good old dale god damn it oh jeez, that man loved cocaine went to cocaine rehab like more times than he played baseball went to cocaine <laughs> More went to fucking cocaine rehab more times than Rick James went to cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more like, of his baseball career was spent in rehab. Oh, I thought you were going to say on cocaine. On cocaine. <laughs> Holy fuck. I mean, that whole era of baseball, though, like it was fucking wild. Just fucking wild. Yeah. You know, you look back on it when we were wa when we were watching it when we were kids, we were just in you know mystified by it. I think me personally, I was. Oh yeah. 
and now I look back on it, it's like, dude, it was a fucking goddamn. It was like a comedy show that they should put on fucking HBO. Yeah, those guys, those guys ended up fucking it up for the the later guys though. <laughs> just fucking ruining it for fucking a rod and the rest of them yeah you fucked it all up but it was it was fun to watch back then i mean who didn't like watching so sin mcguire going after the fucking just fucking thing? cranking balls to mars it jesus didn't matter that they were fucking juiced you knew they were juiced we all Come knew on. we didn't give a fuck we were just no. enjoying watching those fucking baseballs get fucking clocked fucking nailing fucking airliners fucking flying by jesus christ <laughs> it it was the most insane time in baseball that awesome. i've ever remembered in my life was those two going after that <clears throat> and they did it because nobody wanted to watch baseball anymore after the strike <clears throat> that was why all that shit happened because that was the only thing i paid attention to in baseball at that time because i gave the fuck up i said fuck you you know, after and there break. wasn't a baseball team owner, manager, whatever you want to call it, whoever that didn't know and wasn't fully aware and supportive of it happening. Oh, yeah. It was good for baseball at the time. And and if it would have stayed under cover. I'm pretty sure that be. the indigenous Sasquatch population is just people that they juiced too much from baseball and football. Probably so. <laughs> It's just fucking big hairy ape looking like, motherfuckers out in the woods. Lately? <laughs> you know, like it, it, I mean McGuire oh, was McGuire, just... like he fucking he became tiny. Well, he was tiny to begin with. And then yeah. he started juicing it. <laughs> like, if you look at his rookie the size card, of like a horse leg. <laughs> yeah. He had that US Olympics man. rookie card. And then yeah. you look at that card, and then you look at you know the subsequent cards through the years, he's like there's no fucking way nobody anybody didn't know, you know, just because of the amount of muscle that man put on a short amount of time or whatever it is that you put on when you juice. Wow. It, I mean, it was just, it was a crazy time in baseball. Like, yeah. And I'm just like, like when, when are they ever just going to let go of fucking the, the stupid shit? I mean, like, you know, when, uh, what was it? Mantle and uh oh, fuck, I can't think of his name right now. God damn it. Who's the one that fucking broke it? And they gave him the fucking asterisk. It wasn't Mickey Mantle, it was the other one. The other one. Yeah, the other one. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> I can't fucking remember. Maris. Jesus Roger Christ. Maris. Yeah. Like, you know, everybody wanted fucking mickey mantle to be the one to fucking break the record they didn't want maris to fucking break it and after he fucking broke it they fucking oh well we're gonna put the little asterisk yeah. like fucking jesus christ baseball just needs to stop with this shit and i'm gonna say it again i've said it before on this fucking show pete rose let the fucking man into the goddamn <laughs> every time team. i shut your goddamn mouth to anybody i always add and put Pete Rose in the fucking Hall of Fame already. And, and well, yeah, you got these guys. You got Sosa McGuire. You've got Daryl Strawberry, who was fucking on high all the time. And you have fine. the Houston Astros. Yeah, the Houston <laughs> Astros, Steve. You got this whole thing going on, and none of them got banned for life. But he bets on some other sport other than baseball, and he's fucking gone. <laughs> you know? yep. 
They because want, he they, might have. They that see, the, and that's the thing that that sickens me about it. They want to make this example out of him, like you fucking dirty motherfuckers. Like none of you have done any fucking Everyone dirty shit in your it. lives. You, you fucking. Ah. I, I just don't understand. It why. can't be about the betting. It can't. No, he it's not. Pissed he pissed somebody he, off. He, he fucked somebody, somebody like the Rockefellers or something. Yeah, yeah. he fucked somebody's wife or somebody's time. side piece. He yeah. did something fucking stupid. And it, it has not, and it, it, I, I just don't get it though. Every like, fan that I've ever talked to thinks Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. Put the fucking man in the goddamn Every Hall single Hall. one. I don't, I don't know anybody who doesn't think that, yeah. except the people in charge. Mm. It's, yeah, it's ridiculous. What do you guys think about fucking, uh, uh, stepbrothers, fucking Brady and fucking. Oh my God. <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> just stop. Don't. I saw a meme today, but I don't know what it's about. So go ahead. Oh my God. Oh my God. When, okay. Whenever the announcement happened. When, when are we going to see the, wait a minute, before you go into this, Matt, when are we going to see the fucking, the, the advertisement on TV of the two of them skipping through a fucking field of flowers? So what happened? I, I missed this. Or just like a, a deep fake video of them during the love scene of Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> That's what I want to see because that's obviously what's taking place. And, you know, due to the current situation of the pandemic, we're all on lockdown and everything. Yeah. Poor Leslie, man. She got like a 30 minute ranting <laughs> whenever I heard the news about Gronkowski. <laughs> all right. Now I'm going to have to Google it because I don't know what I was I like, are you fucking okay, so, kidding me? So what happened, Steve, was uh, in case you don't know, uh, Tom Brady. Don't know. Yes, Tom Brady. Uh, uh, is he a six-time Super Bowl winner, Matt? Something of that nature. Yeah, uh, anyway, um, he d this year went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, correct? Right, Matt? I knew that. Okay. Yeah, instead of retiring like he should have. Or staying with the Patriots. Because he can't lift his hands because of all the Super Bowl rings he has. <laughs> He's already in the history books as the greatest quarterback of all time. First year he can get in the Hall of Fame, he will get in the Hall of Fame. Refuses to hang it up and wants to go play for the Buccaneers. Yes. Right, I knew that part. And Gronk. This part I didn't know. Had retired. Yes. As far as anyone knew. How long? Didn't play last season. Didn't play last season. And it didn't look like he was going to play this season. Until. Wait, let me guess. Is he playing for the Buccaneers? <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> All of a sudden. The Brady's Patriots traded him. to throw to. <laughs> Who's did retired? You, did you see that video of Edelman doing <laughs> they, they other be, shit? <laughs> they like took Edelman's head and put it on fucking Sandler. <laughs> Jesus, like, are you serious? Like the guy, he retired, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm just not in the health that I was. I'm up to, not, you know, I'm just, uh, I've oh. accomplished so much and all this. He's doing other things. He's making television appearances. He's throwing huge parties, like all this stuff. Wait." Brady's playing for the Buccaneers. Huh. Let's go. I think I could still play. <laughs> really? Why don't you just move the entire last Super Bowl winning team of the Patriots? Just have them all sign with the Buccaneers. Fucking right. 
it's just it's it, what is it at this point like i mean like, are you gonna hear like at some point are you gonna hear like in a crazy historic trade like the buccaneers hire coach Belichick like <laughs> at the last minute yeah like seriously <laughs> that'd be hilarious <clears throat> i i just i seeing all the fucking memes and i have uh a couple of diehard Patriots fans who are probably like fucking still slamming their fucking heads against the wall about or looking for real estate thing. in Florida. Yeah. One of the fucking <laughs> two. Um, Jesus. Uh, it, it is just wow. Crazy fucking times, you know, like I, if, if you'd asked me before, Hey, what's Brady going to do? He's either going to retire. He's going to stay in fucking new England. Yeah. Like, that's a fucking no-brainer. Yeah, if he wants to play, he stays. Then, then I woke up one morning and I went, "What fucking Mandela effect world am I fucking living in?" <laughs> yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Brady the Buccaneer is up and down. <laughs> like holy shit. And then this player for the Buccaneers had Brady's number, and so like they made a big deal how you like gave the number to Brady. Like he had a choice. Yeah. Brady just signed. Like, guess what? Yeah, you're losing your number. You. Brady gets Fuck your you. number, your wife, your dog, whatever Brady wants, he gets. Yeah, your yeah. Brady code. just walks into people's houses all willy nilly. Yeah, <laughs> this is mine. That, that's the other thing too. It's like, okay, Tom Brady walked into somebody's house over the weekend. Who gives a fuck? Like, it's all over Facebook. He accidentally walked into somebody's house. If Tom okay, Brady like, walked into my house, I might have, be okay with that. Yeah, like, like the dude was, like the, the dude was not unhappy with it, you know. For one, Tom Brady, fucking cool. Hey, I don't like. I the saw guy. an article where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback said he was proud to be replaced by Brady. <laughs> of course, he is. Well, he knows. He was like, here's, 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 a, here's a couple, a couple hundred thousand dollars. Just shut your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Brady's coming to play. Shut your fucking mouth. You want that ring? <laughs> you want it or not? You want that fucking Super Bowl ring? We got Gronk, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Just gonna get you some high quality H2O. Yeah. Jesus. I listen, this is like I said, this is a quasi fucking world we're in right now. And, I don't even know, understand it. The the only hope I hold on to, and this is horrible, <laughs> but it's the knowledge that first snap of the season somebody could like break brady's chest bone (laughs) (laughs) you know gronk could bust a femur in half like yeah now what bitches (laughs) (laughs) yeah have a good season bucks yeah so i gotta tell you this little tampa bay buccaneers story of my own oh okay hear it when i was a little kid my parents didn't have a lot of money they go to secondhand stores and shit that's how we got our christmas presents no wonder you, that's where you show up. Yeah. So my mom thought she was really smart buying me this NFL sweatshirt. It turned out to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I'm like, this isn't even a football team. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> they were basically who, an Tampa, NFL what? team. Who? I was so, that was the worst gift I ever had in my mind as a kid. That had to have been like the old Tampa Bay Buccaneers with like the white and orange with the big flowery Mm -hmm. pirate hat guy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Big, you know, big uh, late, probably early 80s. So late 70s style type. Yeah. 
shit that was going on there. Yeah, I was so I was so pissed. <laughs> so so Steve, uh, for the record, I have not received a stimulus check yet. Yeah, however, I, I, I mean, oh. uh, however, um, uh, the way shit's selling for me on eBay, I'm getting a stimulus check. It's You're just not mine. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter. I, you can throw shit at the wall right now. Well, that's what. Listen, this past week, I I listed seven over seventy new items onto mm-hmm. my, and my sales have been they they've been great. So I gave myself a goal that this week I want another hundred up before the end of the week. Um, because like I, like I had told you before, I've been sitting on all this old inventory and just doing nothing with it. And it's like fuck it. They they opened up the number of listings I can have, so I said fuck it. Let's just do it. <clears throat> but excuse me. But I was just it's crazy to me. Like I I have not yet received a stimulus check. I don't know if I will or not. I, mean, I filed my taxes and everything, but no, a lot um, of people haven't. Um, my but, daughter, my but, daughter got a president presidential letter in the mail about her stimulus check. I did not get one of those yet. Okay. Yeah. What's and it said we deposited to such and such account. When she, uh, she, because uh, no check was in there, <laughs> just said uh, that you're getting one. And it was the issued already. Yeah. This is the best letter ever. It's really <laughs> great, fantastically. I've been told by experts that this letter is the best letter ever written. This will be the best deposit ever. that has ever been deposited ever in the depositing. It was the perfect deposit. <laughs> anyway, so she calls, she goes to that IRS website where you can see where your stimulus check is and said, <coughs> That hers was deposited into such and such account, and they gave the last four numbers. <laughs> the last four numbers are her social security number card. <laughs> so, where the fuck they deposited her money, I have no idea. Wow. <laughs> and then, so she checked her fiance's, and his was the same. <laughs> like, did you guys file taxes last year? Yeah. Did they file through like one of the tax sites? I have no idea how they did. He runs a business, so I'm sure they have. Uh, they probably got like H&R people that filed through like Intuit and <clears throat> other tax sites like that and like get their deposit through them. A lot of those companies are getting the deposits made into their individual accounts that they set up for the customers because mm-hmm. that's the information that they have on file for direct deposit. Hmm. Because a lot of people to like hurry up and get their return and everything, they'll so just like, like on, on one of those. Um income tax loan type cards or something yeah or like whenever you like use a tax service and you pay them out of your return mm-hmm. it goes into a separate account that they set up for you and then they take their cut and then they direct deposit the rest of it into your account yeah so i don't know i don't the know government's they, like they usually get it to them they usually get the advance so which i i is the stupidest idea for anybody to ever do there's a lot of problems with the whole oh yeah (laughs) but they don't have it deposited ever into their own account so you would assume they would get a paper check but now i'll have to tell her about that so how do they go about resolving that i don't know (laughs) yeah who knows like that's the whole thing like nobody knows it's like the whole problem everybody's having with unemployment right now you know, like the unemployment. Here's the funny thing. I qualify for unemployment. I do. And I could because my income's gone down a little bit. I could file for it. I'm not going to, but I could. I could get free $600 a week. Now, of course, you got to pay taxes out of that. But Do you think that 
uh, you take would, it right out of the check. Would challenge yeah. the unemployment claim? Would they challenge the unemployment? Would you? Claim? What do you mean challenge it? Well, you're self-employed, so as mm -hmm. your former employer, would you challenge the claim? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably would. That asshole. He quit that motherfucker. <laughs> Steve goes and gets unemployment, and two hours later, Steve's calling unemployment. Listen, there's a guy that came in. <laughs> that motherfucker works for me. <laughs> what the fuck? I yeah, didn't, I didn't file for any of that stuff. Like, uh, well, you're technically self-employed, Chris, because you sell on eBay, and yeah, you could file for the. I PPP thought about. I thought about it for all that shit. I I'm thought about it, but I'm just not one of those. People. I don't need it. No, you know, exactly. I don't need it. So I'm gonna let it, people who do it. Yeah, the it's like the, Harvard, system's, you know? the system's too taxed as it is right now. I don't need to be adding to the fucking problem. You know, so I'll be happy. Listen, I'll be happy if I get my fucking stimulus, which I doubt I fucking will, but I'll be happy if I fucking get it. Other than that, you know, I'm just like, whatever. Uh let's just get through this. Let's fucking figure out a way to get through this so that we're all fucking at the end. And it's the least amount of people fucking dead from it, you know. I mean, that's that, that's the brass tax. You know, that's what we all want. We want the least amount of fucking people dead at the end. You know, it's it's a it's a sad fact, but it's the fact. You know, I, I don't like the idea of it. I don't think anybody likes the idea of it, but it is. Well, there's going to come a time. Well, you you should be all right because you can you can source your books wherever you know you can go to Facebook Marketplace just buy another big lot of books or some shit. Yeah, you know I can't do that with the type of things I buy. So yeah. my income is eventually going to go away. Yours may stay the same. I don't know. You know. Well, I I, I it depends on how well I'm able to get out this summer. Like my, I intended a majority of my new inventory to come this summer from yard sale i have a feeling i have a feeling that it's gonna oh you you'll probably be required to wear a mask in public or some shit like that yeah. which i already be able to go out and do what you normally do yeah i can I mean, any anytime i've gone out i do have one on anyway but i mean yeah I, i've been wearing them it, it is what it is at this point i mean like we're just we're we're stuck in it and the, we just got to wait for the information to come out. Like everybody, that's the other thing that people need to stop fucking jumping to conclusions. The media needs to fucking cut the shit. Like that's one of the big things that I think needs to happen is the media just needs to cut the shit. Just let the information come out as it needs to come out. Like when they figure shit out, let us know. Then the media doesn't see the need to be sitting there fucking speculating, you know, and getting well, everybody fucking that, worried, you know, the media is the one that told us the death rate is going to double every two days. And of course that never happened, but they kept on with that. Even after the facts and figures started coming in that it wasn't true, yeah. you know, and they, and I bet you they still keep on with that kind of narrative because they, the more bad news is the better for their, well, they're still, they're still doing the same shit they were doing before this ever took place too. Sure. Yeah. I'm just, the, the the whole thing and and like the like we were talking about last week with the televangelists like that bullshit which sickens me to no end. It's like Jesus. If if fucking Jesus actually came back at this point, like I would hope that he would kill Bill his way across the fucking United States through televangelists. <laughs> like seriously, just fucking rip him to fucking shreds. I gotta say what one the more fuck? thing about the media. We all knew when Tom <clears throat> got COVID. We all knew it. 
Tom Hanks mm-hmm. and his wife. But they were really slow to report the fu- fact that he fucking recovered. That's the problem with the media right there. Yeah. You know, we know he recovered because he was on Saturday Night Live and all that bullshit. Oh, no, um, no, no. That's a fake Tom Hanks. Oh. Steve, you didn't hear that's about that? That's one of his clones. That's the Tom Hanks clone. The reptilian clone? No, the, no, because Tom Hanks know. is actually, uh, he is under house arrest with the entire rest of Hollywood. Yeah. They all have oh. ankle bracelets on. If you go to Facebook right now and start scrolling. It's the I'll big QAnon pedophile sting. I will guarantee mm. you, you will come across pictures of uh, a few different Hollywood elites with ankle bracelets on um, uh, and a post saying that they are under house arrest and that this whole uh, whole thing is just a big smoke screen so that none of us know that all these people in Hollywood have to be under house arrest because they're all pedophiles, Steve. Every one of them? Because, you know, instead of like arresting yeah. people and putting them in jail for being pedophiles, we just put an ankle Re- bracelet on them and make them stay in their house. Create a false narrative. Yes. Right. For the entire world. For the entire world. Yes. Yes. That's well, how I mean, crazy tinfoil hat cunts have gotten. How many Hollywood elite have you seen posting videos on the internet from their homes? Yeah, all of them. Exactly. Everybody. Why would they be doing that? Because they're on house arrest. Exactly. They're not quarantined. No. Because they are Hollywood elite. They don't have to be quarantined. That's right. But they do. It has to be house arrest. I saw somebody on Facebook uh, posting about how they think that the whole stimulus check thing is a big hoax because they don't know anybody that's gotten any. Maybe we're just paid off by the. I mean, I got mine, so maybe I'm just paid off by the government to say I got. You're mine. you're just a government shill, Steve. So I got twelve hundred dollars to claim that I got twelve hundred dollars. I got no, paid. No, to say I no, got $1, no. You got a gun in your face to say yeah, you, you got twelve hundred dollars. You've you, you've you're you're part of it, Steve. I don't have a safe word. No, I don't care. You're part of it. I I haven't gotten my stimulus, so I'm not. Man. I'm not a part of this fucking Man, conspiracy. Are you a part of it too, or no? I I will be eventually. <laughs> <laughs> I got mine. Oh shit! Yeah, Katie. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know if I can associate. Uh, Katie's with a Bigfoot hoaxer, though. Look at her picture. <laughs> <laughs> Can't trust anything she says. Fucking M K. Davis gonna break that down for us later. Oh jeez. <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, I'm telling you what, I have never seen like a a, a, a firestorm <laughs> go through the Bigfoot community like about this fucking MK Davis bullshit this past couple of weeks. Like yeah. what the fuck? I stand with Bob. <laughs> I stand with SpongeBob. I do anyway. I mean <clears throat> I have a picture of Bob. I don't want to hear anybody ever bitch at me about clickbaiting. <laughs> or using viral news to gain clicks, or I don't want to hear any of it. Okay. I stand with Bob and Jay. Silent Bob. Jay and Bob? Anybody remotely associated with the Bigfoot world is like doing a show, writing an article, writing a blog, posting a picture, something to get hits off of this. It's a slow news week month. 
year. There's only one other thing in the news. COVID? Yeah, they got to talk about something. <laughs> yeah. So some hoax or it's known a hoax from COVID. has been known to hoax for a long time. Comes up with the massacre theory that's been around for how many years now? Oh, geez. Yeah. At least 10. Yeah. And it's important because why? <laughs> yeah. So um, I do I, have my uh, I do have my picture of me and when I, on when I saw MK Davis's videos for the first time back in the day, I was like, "This is this is a joke, right?" He's done some cool stuff, but I was like, "This is a joke, right?" Like Bigfoot riding a bicycle. Give me a fucking break. <clears throat> you know, hello, MK Davis here. Like fucking, I'm like, it's a joke, right? It, it's a joke. He's playing a fucking joke on us. Like, that was the first thing I thought. Like, he's not fucking for real. And then the more I watched his videos, I was like, is this dude for real? Like, for real, for real? Like, does he believe this shit? And I don't know if that's even the case still at this point, or if it was just a way to garner attention slash hits. I don't know. Go back and look at old photos and videos of MK Davis. And then look at his current state in his videos. You think Bigfoot ruined him? Yes. Well, here's Bigfoot, the thing I never Bigfoot, understood. Bigfooting is like the presidency. Like that movie Bug with <laughs> Michael Shannon oh, is actually the story of MK Davis, Davis analyzing the Patterson footage. Here's what here's what always bothered me about MK Davis. He'd do all this great analyses of these videos but didn't know how to do a fucking screen record. He'd yeah. always take it, videotape his fucking <laughs> yeah. screen. I'm like, dude. So we do it. So we do it, Steve. Well, I mean, okay. So like you have, you have different groups of people that usually have an expertise in something whenever you're going over evidence of any kind. And MK Davis is really good at enlargements and bringing out detail because as a hobby, uh, he's an, what, what an astronomical photographer or whatever. He takes pictures of stuff in outer space. Correct. And to see those things, you have to enhance them and blow them up really big and everything. But it doesn't like, you're not going to get any more detail than what's originally recorded to begin with. You're just going to get a closer look at what's there in the image. Right. So like he made like a life-size blow up of Patty from the Patterson film. That was the first time I ever talked to the man. I met him in person and that's what he was promoting. And it was really awesome. And he did do a lot of great cleanup work and stuff like that. But whenever it comes to now we're going to analyze <laughs> the <laughs> images. No. That's where he needs to stop. He needs to pass that on to somebody else and let them look at it. Yeah. But it's not his area of expertise. He gets a lot of, I mean, I don't know if he's, I'm sure he's monetized on YouTube and shit. Yeah. yeah. So I'm sure he gets a decent income from it. Maybe at the beginning he didn't. But now, I mean, everybody watches his shit. Or they did. So he's got to have a good following. Even after the massacre theory for some god-awful reason. Yeah. I don't understand the whole thing. I really don't. I don't get it. Like, we can what? barely see that it's a real Bigfoot in that video, right? Let alone killing 16 or whatever it was they well, were supposed to. we can't to. really see that. 
you know i mean well there's all kinds of debate the debates lasted forever so like it's a dude in a suit you can see the line you can see this you can see that oh no the feet are white jesus fucking christ it's got breasts no why would they do that jesus fucking it the whole fucking thing is just up down sideways like we'll never know whenever he whenever mk davis got his hands on a particular set of stills that had been put into digital copies by other researchers at high quality for him to use uh i was helping him analyze stuff and look at stuff and look at the images and everything and he called me one day and wanted me to look at a sequence of the film that he had cleaned up and during this sequence it's part of her famous walk there's like a hair or a scratch or something on the film some sort of artifact hemorrhoid thing no uh (laughs) mk davis tells me now this this artifact only appears in one frame and mk was on the phone with me telling me having me look at this as he's talking to me and explaining to me how first he thought she had stepped on a stick and the stick broke and came into frame but then he realized that the film had actually captured a snake striking and hitting patty's leg as she's walking and she's such a hardened tufted animal with such thick hide that she doesn't even flinch how many snake species do you think are in the bluff creek area i'm gonna guess very few in the fall i'm gonna guess even less <laughs> and snakes uh, that would strike how many yeah. of those yeah uh hmm. Vipers of some kind, like anything. Listen, no. any any animal that gets a struck by a snake stand in the way of a Bigfoot tromping through a well, creek not, bed. Not only that, but any creature that gets struck by a snake is going to react to it. Yeah. Like I don't care how hardened it is. But you're not. There's no way possible. I mean, that's not high speed film. It's the exact opposite. You're not going to capture a snake strike at whatever it was whatever it is 300 feet away or whatever in one frame in one frame you would you would expect it to at least be in a couple of frames something (laughs) anything and it was at that point after arguing with him on the phone about it that i was like you know i just can't help this guy anymore and i watched the downward spiral continue from there yeah I mean, the blood stuff at the time he made videos about it, about how for some reason, whenever you're in Photoshop, you use a red filter and you get rid of the other colors because red brings out more detail than the other colors. So you get rid of green and blue or whatever. And you just use the red. (laughs) And whenever he put the red filter on it, he said that it now showed blood everywhere because the red, I mean, well, yeah. yeah, sounds logical. <clears throat> yeah. It's just like going to the site and spraying luminol, Matt. Yeah. Just like it. <laughs> well, well, now they're saying he didn't alter any of the images. <laughs> 
He made videos about how he altered them. Jeez, <laughs> like he did instructional videos using the Patterson film as an example of how, how he did it. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why? And why does anybody care outside the Bigfoot community? Nobody even knows. No, 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 no not at all. They don't know about the original massacre theory. They don't know about the current <clears throat> massacre theory. They barely know that Bob Gimlin exists. I just had a conversation with a group of non-Bigfooters the other day about the, you know, they just found out that I was into Bigfoot or whatever. And one of them asked somebody else, you know, what do you think about that old film? You know, blah, blah, blah. And like, they were both on the same page. Like, Oh, well, you know, that was an admitted hoax. The guy that made the costume came out. I mean, it's obviously fake. Like, that's the extent of Bigfoot in the public sector. A lot of of people will will come out and say, yeah, that was a hoax. That guy came out and said it was. Yeah. And that's it. That's their depth of knowledge, all the thought that they give to it. Like, if you tried to explain to him, well, what do you think about the M.K. Davis massacre theory? Like, they would just, like, uh-huh. stare at you dumbfounded. Like, yeah, who so are you talking why about? Why does it even matter? Why? You're, you're pandering to a, a group of maybe a couple thousand people tops. And I'm, I'm, I'm giving, you know, that's, that's a liberal estimate of people who even give a fuck about the this whole thing. You know? Yeah. You're it's never like gonna, a flasher. You know, like running around in his trench coat with his little penis, you know, like ripping his coat open, like, look at me. And like, you might get 50 people out of the crowd that that actually see the penis, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. I mean, but, but this whole everybody being up in arms and I stand with Bob, like, I like literally want to just post on every single one of those posts, like, who gives a fuck? You just say Babu. Like, Like, I just, who gives a sweet shit? Like, really, that's the thing we're going to fucking focus on right now is I stand with Bob. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I met Bob. Uh, I think, Matt, you've probably met Bob, right? No, I have not met Bob. Seems to be a nice, nice old man. You know, I, I believe what he has to say. But, but he's not a demigod. No. No. I'm not saying he's a liar he's or anything. He's not being like that. persecuted either. Right. <laughs> Some I'm guy said something and everybody's taking yeah. it way too far. Yeah. People are fucking crazy. Do I think Bob's gone off the deep end since, you know, the last time I talked to him? Yeah. You know, he's gone and hung Easy. out with some weird. Hey, I don't give a fuck. I'm not in You may not be able anymore. to be found, you know, on the internet, Steve, if you're going to be yeah. making comments <laughs> like that. I I sit with Bob, but I'm not sure I'm ready to stand yet. (laughs) Oh, so on bar stools? Probably a good, fun guy to drink with if I were to drink. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, people take this. That's part of the reason I got out of the Bigfoot shit. People take it seriously. Nobody gives a flying fuck what happens in the Bigfoot community. Nobody on the outside. They don't. Not a single person. Do you think they're going to kill us with the vaccine for COVID, Steve? Maybe that's part of the whole <laughs> thing. Maybe that's part of the Bigfoot thing. <clears throat> no, that's what the, they're going to weed out the Bigfoot community? Yes. <laughs> Let's hope so. <laughs> I stand with Bob then. Yes. <laughs> I fucking stand with Bob. Jesus Christ. 
now this whole like everybody thinking like the with this covid shit that they're gonna fucking kill us with the vaccine like that's the other thing like well they're gonna chip us that's my other new favorite conspiracy they're gonna inject the chip yeah and we're all gonna take the mark what would that serve i don't fucking know man what would killing everybody serve i don't know but you know know who we could ask harold shipman would he know no, but he killed people. He was a doctor. But what do you know? <laughs> no. So the theory came out of China, or they said that China released this on the world to, you know, kill people. Yes, there's, there's been. But they released been... it on their own fucking people. You wouldn't do that. Well, <clears throat> I read an article uh, just today that kind of debunks that whole idea. Of course it does. It was, it, it did transmit from more than likely from bat to to man, but it was from the handling of uh wild bats it, i don't believe it was from anyone eating the bat or whatnot i the whole think wet was, market thing yeah has pretty much been debunked yeah i i don't think it's from it was from that but um i mean <clears throat> what i heard what what seems to be more logical is it was a mishandling at laboratory but i haven't got any well they said that that it it didn't follow uh the like statistical statistically it didn't follow that and it doesn't look like it was that if it had happened that way that that's from what i read on the the it was a pbs or an npr article um that i read on it today about it um but maybe they're just government shills. I don't know, Steve. I don't know what the fuck the. I don't know what to think anymore. I, I don't know. It, Everything's well, a fucking my conspiracy. Name is, says it, it. You know, they probably did do that. Yeah. So, you know, if my name is says it, well, then fuck it. China, China did this on purpose. Sure. Why not? Because you know we don't buy any of their product. There is, you know, killing off but all they, the but, Americans. But yeah, they're killing our customers is a brilliant plan. But the, and you know, workers as well. There, there have been people who have done shit like this. It is not in history. Yeah, Cody they're called Chris, terrorists. It is not the perfect weapon. <laughs> yeah, there's lots the of movies about it. Listen, in the chat, which I'm not supposed to read, but I am. Okay. Cody Chris says it's the perfect we- weapon. Bullshit! You're ki- it kills random. The perfect weapon has a 07 percent death rate. <laughs> Fucking perfect! Goddamn perfect! What? Did we kill him yet? No, it's only got a point seven. We got to infect him at least like a hundred and something more times. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. Could you weaponize a virus? Absolutely. But then, when you weaponize a virus, you have no control over where it goes. You know, and it just, it would make no sense to do it. Yeah. Zero. Well, it's being pumped by the same people that think chemtrails are a thing. Where are all those chemtrails? I still haven't seen any in weeks. I mean, how weeks. would how I mean it doesn't matter. This isn't a chemtrail show. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a coronavirus show either, but we're talking about it. But we're talking. I'm just saying for chemtrails to be a real thing. I mean, think about the whole logistics of it, the process of the manufacturing, the knowledge of it, building the storage compartments on the airplanes, like the release devices, everything, the weight that it would add to an airplane, like everything. There would have to be thousands and thousands of people involved in keeping this secret. And then they're releasing something that does harm 
on who knows who because it's in the air so it can go anywhere i mean like you could release it over oklahoma and the jet stream could carry it to an entirely different state in a different part of the country and you're killing your own family and your own friends and if the government's involved that's your voters that you're killing i've changed my mind my name is uh, my name is says certain people get inoculated so it doesn't kill them uh-huh so it doesn't huh? matter where it goes <laughs> you're inoculated it doesn't matter you won't die oh yeah because you only inoculate the rich people because they're the ones that are going to go and like (laughs) farm and grow food and like yeah and they're going to make the the fucking coffee for the rich people going you know yeah the rich people are going to watch the rich people fluoride too that damned fluoride (laughs) jesus people just don't fucking think about things at all like at all are there conspiracies out there things fuck yes Fuck yeah, but is any of that stuff real? Fuck no. No. It's fun no. to talk about. But. Yeah. But uh to get to the the story of the night, and I figured since we were talking about a lot about uh, you know, the fucking COVID shit and viruses and doctors and the, everybody like doctors and nurses are looked at like, you know, they're heroes right now. And then a lot uh, I would say probably a great many of them are, you know, out there. And on, anybody on. wearing a doctor's outfit and appearing on a Facebook video is considered an expert because they must be a doctor because they say so and they're wearing the attire of a doctor. That's right. And that's what you got to do in today's day and age. <laughs> Scrubs uh, and a video camera. That's all you need. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Credentials. <laughs> um, but uh, I had come across... Uh, I've for a long time now I've been obsessed not like obsessed obsessed I don't sit around all day thinking about it but uh, I watch a lot of stuff with serial killers and murderers and I just don't understand like the the mechanisms in the brain that have that why these people do the things Mm -hmm. that they do and I'd come across Harold Shipman um and uh Shipman is one of history's most prolific serial killers. His estimated death count is around 250 victims. Uh, But the fact that he was a trusted family doctor makes him truly terrifying. Born in 1946 in England, Harold was an intelligent young man. As a teenager, he watched his mother suffer a slow and painful death, living out her final days heavily sedated on morphine. Uh, This had a profound effect on him. <clears throat> and made his decision to become a f- <clears throat> and made him his decision to become a physician. He was highly su- <laughs> he was highly successful in medical school and began his career in family medicine. Uh, but in the seventies, he was caught forging prescriptions for his own personal drug addiction. He was uh, he had become addicted to opiates like severely. Um. He was fined and forced into a rehab program before he went back to work at a new practice in 1977, because much like uh, in the uh, priesthood, they shuffled the doctors around when they fuck up, too. Um, His checkered past was eventually forgotten, and through the 80s and 90s, he was a beloved local doctor, eventually opening his own private practice where most of his patients were the elderly locals of his community. Uh, suspicion of Dr. Shipman began to arise in the late 90s. Uh, a local funeral home noticed not just the high rate of deaths on his watch, 
but also the number of them who had died at home and were requested to be cremated. Uh, they went to the police and they launched a small investigation. Just a few months later, a local taxi driver also came forward suspicious of Shipman. Uh, this investigation did not amount to any charges. Dr. Shipman was able to produce documentation and office records to justify these deaths and his involvement as their doctor. And of course, like, you know, they go to the doctor and as long as the doctor has like a valid explanation, they're going to be like, he's a doctor. Like, that's fucking how a lot of people look at this shit. By the, by the way, for what it's worth, all those deaths are now classified <clears throat> as COVID-19. <laughs> yeah. Um, it wasn't until his final victim, Kathleen Grundy, that a full investigation would be put into motion. After Grundy's death, uh, Dr. Shipman had come forward with a copy of her will. Oh, yeah, this is the, this was the icing. <clears throat> Leaving all her inheritance to Dr. Shipman. Oh, excuse me. Grundy's daughter was immediately alarmed by this since she had a copy of her will that had been made a decade prior and left her inheritance to her family. Uh, police were able to prove that this will had been forged and Miss Grundy had been tricked into signing it. And this prompted the police to dig further back into his history and see if Grundy was the only victim. They quickly found that she was just the last of many. The story blew up in the local community and families of his former patients began coming forward to see if their deceased loved ones were also victims. Shipman had been killing his patients for years often making house calls. He would visit his elderly patients, and then just hours after his appointment, they would be found dead in their home. All of his victims were not terminally ill in, be uh, in bed, but rather f uh, sitting upright in a chair, seemingly passing away of old age in their sleep. Uh, through testing of exhumed bodies, they eventually found that he had been overdosing his victims with morphine. They figured out that he had been forging records of them coming in for appointments that never happened, prescribing meds that weren't needed, and even writing up their death certificates prior to visiting them to commit the act. <laughs> he got fucking hot-headed. He was like, I'm going to fucking do this shit. Mm. He's like one of those fucking uh, pedophiles that fucking get caught by Chris Hansen, just fucking seething, just fucking, yeah. Mm, fucking let's write out this death certificate mm. have some lemonade doctor <laughs> yeah no shit right uh 80 of his victims were elderly women but he did have some younger victims as well uh one was a 41 year old woman who suffered from a mental illness it was found that he had attempted to become the benefactor of her will as well uh, one of his most surprising victims was the father of one of his middle-aged patients he had a man that had been uh, treating for can he had a man that had been treating for cancer for months Ship shipman had been prescribing him high doses of morphine to battle the cancer when this patient's father visited shipman to confront him on christmas eve about the health care he was providing he pr he was pronounced dead in shipman's doctor's office <laughs> didn't even get out of the office in January of 2000, Shipman was found guilty of 15 counts of murder and sentenced to life in prison. He hanged himself in his jail cell in 2004 on the eve of his 58th birthday. Shipman did not kill himself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? Um, but it, Shipman is not is not alone. There are many healthcare providers who have done this type of shit. Um, 
Janine Jones was a pediatric nurse who killed up to 60 children in Texas between 77 and 82. She injected her victims with a powerful paralytic that caused cardiac arrest in children. Uh, Michael Schwango was convicted of killing four patients, but, su but suspected of killing up to 60. He started as a surgical intern in Ohio and went to work a long list of physician jobs. Spanning the 80s and 90s, he would poison his victims either through food or injection. Yeah, he's the guy who I think who, who just kept changing jobs. Yeah. yeah and they uh, never checked his background and shit. Jane Toppin, nicknamed Jolly Jane, was a nurse in the late 1800s. She would grow close to her elderly and terminally ill patients whom she would eventually kill. Arrested and convicted of murder in 1901, she was quoted saying, it has been my ambition to have killed more people, helpless people, than any other man or woman who ever lived. Um, Charles it's Cullen. Nice to have goals. Oh, yeah. She had them, Matt. She had them. They were well-defined. <laughs> Charles Cullen confessed to killing 40 patients during his 16-year career as a nurse. But through further police and for uh, psychiatric interviews, it is now believed he actually killed hundreds more. <clears throat> uh, Kristen Gilbert, a VA nurse in Massachusetts, was convicted of four murders and two attempted murders. She would inject epinephrine into the IV bags of her patients to induce cardiac arrest and then swoop in to save the day and revive them. <clears throat> it is believed that she didn't want to kill anyone but was willing to risk it in order to boost her own reputation for saving lives. <clears throat> Kimberly Clark Fowler, a dialysis nurse in Texas, was convicted of injecting bleach into her patients, killing five and injuring She was just, she was just way them. ahead of she was way ahead of her time. I way knew ahead it was coming. I fucking knew it was coming. <laughs> Uh, Niels Hogel, I hope I uh, pronounced that correct, uh, was a German nurse convicted of killing 85 patients. But while in prison, he confessed to killing more, prompting a deeper dive into his history. It is believed he killed up to 300 people over 15 years. <clears throat> I, when I started, when I really dug into this, like, I was just like, what the fuck? Like the the amount of people that have been caught doing this, it's pretty crazy. Katie, did you read about the 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 nurse in I think it was in Ireland that did the same almost the same type of thing as the one in Texas with the kids? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I mean that's the and the little kids is the one that fucking that got me. What it's was like the she, end goal in with killing these kids? Why? She would get in with the families like she would. They would like praise her for like trying to save their child because she was oh, there yeah. with them during this this, you know, horrible time. Like it, people I haven't read the news in months. Jeez, almighty people. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. 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 Chris does the news. But now. listen, we have to give we have to give fuck Dean Cooper a pass. Right well, it wasn't fuck Dean Cooper's idea. Is that Alan uh, Hinton just first? Uh, well, now they're all just talking about it. We don't talk about him. So, like oh. the, the Shipman deal, though. Yeah. If here's the deal: <laughs> if a non-relative leaves you everything in their will, and that happens more than once, 
Yeah. And you happen to be the last person that saw them alive. Yeah. Something is probably amiss. <laughs> Not necessarily. Are you you might stay? be able to get away with that shit once, but you shouldn't be able to get away with it twice. Matt. Are you trying to tell me that you don't need to be Sherlock Holmes to solve this mystery? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And this wasn't the 1800s. <laughs> well, that's why he got caught. Honestly, that was the first time. Well, technically the second time he had tried to do that. That first lady with a mental illness was the first time he had tried to do that. And he talked her into doing that in his office and helped her make the paperwork. But she went home to her husband and told him about it. And he undid all of it. So he still killed her under the assumption that he was going to get her stuff. <laughs> but, but he didn't because the husband knew about it. What a fucking prick. So when he got caught, that was really only his second attempt at trying to get. So, the, but the rest of the people that Shipman killed, he wasn't. He wasn't yeah, correct. He just killed him for the yeah. fuck of it. But, but the dad <laughs> and he was he, like, I'm going to go give him a piece of my mind. And then like, you know, he uh, died right here in my office. I don't know. It's a... Well, yeah, and he falsified records to show that he had been a patient of his. Like he went back in his wow. records and made appointments to make it look like he had been coming to see him for his own health care issues, which wasn't true. And wasn't he using like his patients to write his own prescriptions for his drugs? Yes. He'd yeah. prescribe them more than what they needed, only give them part of it and keep the rest. And take the rest. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy how some of these, like you look into that, how to fix a drug scandal, like that chem, one of the chemists, she was just taking the drugs right from the fucking, like taking them, doing fucking cocaine and fucking meth right in the fucking lab. Like crazy shit. You know, but you see, you see like Shipman and a lot of these like healthcare providers, especially the doctors. Like I, I, it harkens me back to that uh, that documentary I just watched the uh, the pharmacist, that fucking doctor that was doing that shit down in New Orleans. She was just as fucked up on the fucking drugs she was prescribing to people as they were. And you know, you see her now; it's fucking blatantly obvious, blatantly fucking obvious. Take it from somebody who used to fucking be uh, uh, just totaled on fucking opiates I mean, we've talked about it you know in different areas i mean whether it be uh doctors nurses law enforcement judges politicians unfortunately uh these type people can still find themselves in positions of power and in jobs that heavily depend on trust yep yeah I mean, just because you're a psychotic killer doesn't make you an idiot. You know, you can still get a job as a doctor. Yep. You can get degrees. You, you know, you can get elected as an official. You can get on law enforcement. You can be a judge. Yeah. And, and still and, be a fucked up person. Yeah. <laughs> you be a and podcast. Host. And the funny thing is, like, especially with like doctors, is most times you, what you'll hear from like law enforcement people is they'll be like, well, they're the doctor. Yeah. Like we just we we thought we could trust them. They're the doctor. They took so an oath. Let me let me tell you about my children's doctor. I won't mention her name, but she had her own practice for years. First, she was in a you know a, a practice with other doctors, and then she got her own practice. Wonderful doctor, great great doctor. She when my son was in his car accident, she did a house call, which you know doctors don't do that shit anymore. But it turns out that. She her doctor's office was above her apartment, so she lived in the basement of the the building, and the doctor's office was above that. 
her house was crawling with roaches and it was filth. And that's the doctor's office right above it. She got shut down, of course. So just because somebody is, you know, gets that kind of degree and are wonderful doc, they can be a wonderful doctor. Doesn't mean they're wonderful people. And actually, when I was doing my research, I could have came up with a whole nother page worth of examples. I mean, there's just so many nurses and doctors that have went this route. But there were a lot of them, too, that they didn't kill their patients, but they were murderers outside of their practice. So they killed their loved ones or friends or they were committed murders in other aspects of their life other than their health care. But still, they were respected physicians. Yeah. And would go about in their everyday life and kill people. And like I was saying, like most people are just like, well, the, he's the doctor or she's the doctor. You know, they, they don't they don't question it. Like, that's the person of responsibility. Well, you've had doctors <clears throat> be convicted of being pedophiles, too. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, it, it runs the, crazy the gamut. Shit that have done. <laughs> What's that? Crazy shit that Dennis have been busted doing. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Like that type of shit. Those are some creepy fucks. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah. And that gymnastics doctor scandal. Yeah. I mean, oh, the, yeah. the Olympics one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, and, and what's crazy is with a lot of them, like, some of it, the parents kind of knew. Like, in some cases, like, the parents kind of knew and they just kind of let it fucking happen. And you know that shit went down. Like, because they were just like, well, I just want my daughter to be a star. I right. want my daughter to have a fucking, I want my daughter to get a medal. You know, they thought it was just part of the process and they let that uh, fog their judgment. Yeah. And, and it happens like it happens with <clears throat> what they do with these kids, with a lot of these kids that wind up being, you know, like Olympians. They just their lives become this weird fucking thing. And the, I don't understand that whole thing. I don't understand that 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 parent child drive thing that happens there. I, I don't know. Like I didn't have I didn't wind up having a kid that was like, you know, I need to do this thing. I didn't get that. I yeah. well, Clay Clay was a phenomenal baseball pitcher when he was, you know, younger. I wish he would have stuck with it, but he decided not to. Mm-hmm. But I told myself I'm not gonna be that parent. So I wasn't up in the stands yelling and screaming and yelling at the fucking umpires and all that bullshit. Even if I thought they were wrong, you know. Because that's not the kind of parent I wanted to be. Maybe I should have a little bit. Maybe he would have stuck with it. But, Hmm. you know, I had to make a conscious decision not to do that shit. And some of these parents don't, you know. And they don't care. I think people get too too attached to it. They get get too into something that's not theirs. They're they're living through their kid. Kid my kid my uh, my son played baseball with in football, great quarterback, but he was raised to be a quarterback, you know, from the day he was born. Yeah, the school that he played for, you know, the school's district that he was in, sucked at football. He was a great quarterback, but nobody else was that good, you know. So they lost every game. His dad changed his schools so that he could have a better team, you know, and. <clears throat> That's the kind of parent. Great guy. I mean, outside of sports, I get along with the guy. I talk to him, but you know, yeah. he's just he's that kind of parent. Yeah, there's people that that's what matters. You know, it's like it. That's and and I mean, it is what it is. There, anybody can have a kid. You know, and 
and people can put uh, uh, immense pressures on kids. And then there's sometimes that, you know, kids, they want that pressure. There are some kids out there that they, you know, they, they're all in when it comes to that stuff. And I get that too. I, I have a feeling the kid was okay with it, you know, but he didn't like baseball. So he, he ended up not playing as much baseball, but yeah. football, man, that was it. And he'd play on leagues all year long, different leagues around, you know, indoor leagues, outdoor leagues, summer leagues, winter leagues, didn't matter. He was always fucking playing football. By the time he gets to you know college, that his body's gonna be so fucking battered he won't be able to play anymore. Yeah, fucking stupid. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, like I said, I figured you know, like I'd come across all these healthcare killers. This, this, like, like Katie was saying, she could have kept going. There's a slew of these motherfuckers out there. And I'd come across Harold Shipman. Uh, it was either on Amazon Prime or on Netflix. I watched a documentary on him, and I was like, holy fuck. Like, because this all happened in, in England, um, was where he was practicing. Um, and just the shit that he got away with, just, it, it shocked me. I was like, what the fuck? Because, you know, like I said, those are the type of people that we look to. You know, we look to them for help. You know, and to have those th those be the people that are, you know, killing people or, you know, breaking people's trust. <clears throat> that's that's where it gets crazy. Their thing is, though, that they're the easiest ones who, you know, they can do it because you trust them. So, yeah, it's well, and, and, and the people that are like that. They know how to seek out the 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 people defenseless. Yeah. yeah, the defenseless people that they can fuck with. They didn't ever have to earn your trust. They no. already had a position where they had your trust because the minute a the minute you walk through their door, yeah. you they so they it, have it, they're in a position to break that as well. Yeah, and not even you you would never know. Yeah, they come from a position of leverage already, and it's mm -hmm. it's it's sad that some people use it uh, in in a in a negative way, but it is what it is. We're, he, we're human beings. So. You know, we, uh, people make mistakes. People go down wrong paths. We're human beings. Like Matt was saying, anybody can get into a position of power. You know, it, it, good people, bad people, indifferent people. I actually have an experience of a doctor kind of taking advantage of that power. And I had a OB doctor that uh, I saw for years, loved the guy, had a great relationship with him. And he totally ended up breaking HIPAA and sent me tickets to go to a business convention with him. And like, oh, so fucked up. I switched doctors so fucking <laughs> fast. <laughs> wow. Talking about breaking HIPAA. I have a doctor. Wow. Who How was the convention? <laughs> we had a doctor who my my wife would go and i would go i'm not going to name it but he also seen other people from her work and he would tell us all about their symptoms and problems you know and yeah, i'm like totally dude hipaa dude hipaa well <laughs> you know i didn't say it you a name it's not breaking hipaa the only reason no we got names oh geez. <laughs> okay never mind <laughs> My, uh, I, when I was, and this is a, this is a whole kind of a hilarious story. <clears throat> when I was in the, the midst of my, uh, opiate, just fun time, fucking happy hour. Uh, 
I I was getting from the, one of the local uh, pharmacies, of course. And then my my first wife had found out like what was going on, so she called the pharmacy because, as far as she had known, I wasn't getting my prescriptions anymore. Well, you know, she called him and they told her over the fucking phone, yeah, he's he's on this drug. Which is a blatant violation of fucking HIPAA laws. So I'm like, fucking, they violated my fucking HIPAA rights. <laughs> <laughs> so I called an attorney, like, right off the fucking bat. Like, fucking, <laughs> I call an attorney. He's like, did you get it recorded? And I'm like, no. And he's like, you talked to her on the phone, the, the woman that did this. And she admitted to it, and you didn't get it recorded? I'm like, yeah, no. And he's like, yeah, you, you fucked. <laughs> I would have called back and then got it. <laughs> but I was like, I was like, you motherfuckers, I'm going to own that. Most doctors are really good about HIPAA, but there are some <laughs> out there who just don't give a flying yeah, fuck. Yeah. No, the reason I kept going back to that doctor, even though I know he, he told everybody about my conditions, is because he was a good fucking doctor. Because he know? gave you and good he took pills. the pain away. So. <laughs> An, another profession that falls into this category, while well, it's not about committing murder or anything, is teachers. Oh yeah, like there's oh, been teachers numerous be instances of uh, teachers violating codes of conduct, especially whenever it comes to sexual intercourse with students. Oh yeah, yeah, and and not yeah. even that. Even I think even I think there's I think one of the the bigger things that is. Uh, overlooked is the amount of mental abuse that some teachers can give to kids oh i had one that did it to clay yeah really bad i i've i had teachers in school that did it to me so you what know? happened what happened was um clay had bad teeth he he i couldn't get him to go to the dentist I, i'd have to drag and kept kicking and streaming so i gave up you know so his teeth got a little bit bad they called children's services on fine i got his teeth fixed so this teacher was not happy with the fact that I got his teeth fixed because she wanted to keep her, she harassed him every day in school. He, you know, he's special education, but she called him retarded and she did a lot of stupid things. It was a speech teacher. How the fuck did she get so, away with that? I have no idea. So one day he goes to school with his fingernails painted purple or something. He was over at my sister's house and the girl, mostly girls over there. So my nephew and then three girls, I think at the time. So he's, uh, getting his fingernails painted because you know that's what the girls did she called fucking children's services on me again because he had painted fingernails it was right there in the fucking report and then he colored his hair and that was in the report i'm like are you fucking stupid and so i called the school and man did i bitch you know and i never called the school you know because if clay got in trouble or something it's generally clay's fault i just that's shame her on fucking social media now uh, you oh, know, shoot. listen, my son was exploring his, uh, she, you know, she, his feminine she side. Was, he wasn't even doing that. He was just I hanging know. out with the kids, you know, his cousins. So, you know, she works with special education children all the time. And here she's, and I, he didn't tell me until after this whole thing about yeah. him, her calling him retarded and all that stuff. And I'm like, that woman should not be a teacher. If she can't handle, and, and Clay can be a handful. I mean, uh, even t today, he's been a handful. No. Uh, so. Your but, boy? Sure. 
Wait till you hear the latest. But (laughs) here's the deal. Whenever it comes to special needs kids and adults and everything else, guess who gets those jobs? It's the people that, you know, you don't want to have those jobs usually because oh, those yeah. are the Listen, jobs that nobody wants. Hey, if I, I could remember her name right now, I would say it on air. I would. I, I used to, when I worked at Walmart years ago, uh, they had a program where they would bring in uh, people with special needs and they would have like a handler with them. And bar none, those handlers were never what I would call, and I'm not trying to like judge people based on class or anything, but none of them were top shelf people. Like they were, you know, people with problems, you know, you'd watch these people trying to deal with, uh, you know, these special needs individuals and their, their problem, their issues that they have in public as they're working. And I was just, like, cause I had the, I, I, at one point I worked in the receiving department and I had this kid that came in every week. He'd come in a couple days a week with his little handler and he'd help me. Like I would give him, he'd come over. What, what do you need me to do next, Chris? And I'd you know, give him, you know, a task and he'd go do it, you know, whatever. And I would just work with him, you know, a couple of times a week and always a good guy, but he'd like, you know, and he was always like one of those guys, he wanted to come up and give you a hug, you know, and that was against policy, you know? And every time he do it, you know, they haul around him, of course. You know, it's like, I'd just be like, whatever, you know, because I grew up with friggin' kids in my school or whatever. Like, I grew up with dealing with that shit when I was younger. So, like, it was no big deal. <clears throat> but, yeah, exactly what you're saying. Like, these people that wind up taking care of them, they're not always the best of people. And they have issues too, and they're going through things. So I have a cousin who has Downs, and it's not easy. No, to handle. No one, and then you're talking about like a group of thirty. Yeah. You know, and like the reason I know this is because at a local high school here, my mom is in charge of the special needs kids. Yeah. She has no teaching degree. She has no any sort of college degree. She didn't go to college. Her career was in hotel management. And then she started working for the school system in the capacity of handling payroll. And then from there, uh, started working in like the office and stuff for the school and they're like hey we need a special needs you know person to handle the class you know like are you interested well you know she had always been around my little cousin you know she had babysat him and everything so like she she was more knowledgeable than your average person right but still you're talking about like okay well now you have like one of the kids as a matter of fact in her class like ran off from school one day and went and like raped and killed two people and is in prison for the rest of his life. Oh, I mean, you're, you're talking about like, it's not just kids with downs whenever you're talking about these right. kids, you know, it's all kinds of people. It's all kinds of people. We and like, we these had, people can't handle them. We had one guy. I remember, um, we had a couple of deaf guys that came in and worked too. Like they came in on that same type of program, mm-hmm. you know? And, there was one of those real, real quiet, 
real, real quiet. He'd come in, he talked to you, he was real, real quiet. And then there was another one that was wicked animated. He was fun. He was like wicked fun, you know, and we'd ah, you know, try to talk to him shit. And uh come to find out that the quiet one, like a few years later, was in jail for fucking molesting kids. Like we were, and we were all like, what the fuck? Like, you know, like we all thought it was like quiet and just kind of strange and stuff, but like, what the fuck? You know, they, so anybody, it can be anybody, yeah, you know, that, that does these, these weird things. Like, it just so happens in, in like the cases of these like nurses or doctors that they're people in positions of power, <clears throat> you know, but it can, ha it happens all around and it's sad when it happens, I think. Um, and I think a, a, most people would agree with me that it is very sad when stuff like that happens, when people in positions of power take advantage. Um, you know, it, we, you know, we joke about the whole fucking Harvey Weinstein bullshit that was going on, but that was definitely a blatant abuse of power, you know, and, One and that's been going on forever for ages. Yeah. One, yeah, there was a time when I, that was acceptable. What's that Katie? That's why I was so betrayed by mine. I had been oh, yeah. seen my OBGYN for like a decade at that point. And like, I really genuinely thought I had, the best doctor. And then he went through a divorce and then he start it. It was just so bad that it's like, I trusted you in a time of need and he totally took it as an opportunity to come on to me. And it's like, that's, that's not what I need right now. You know, like, yeah, it was like that ultimate betrayal of trust. I'll never forget. Like when, uh, right after my first wife left me, I, I had a, an 18 year old that was fucking hanging all over me. And at, at, like at first I kind of like was like, all right, yeah, whatever, you know, I kind of played into it. But the more and more I was just like, I felt like I was like taking advantage of something. Like, so I just bailed out of it. I was just like, I can't do this. This is like, uh, it wasn't, it just wasn't right to me at the time. It was because I had known her for so long, you know, and she'd been like a, a, as a teenager. Like, and then she'd become an adult. And, like, I just, nope, I can't do this. This is fucking not right. <laughs> can't fucking do it. Because everybody talks about, you know, how ah, I'd like to have a nice younger woman, you know, like as they get older. Fuck it. No, I was like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> well, whenever like, you're talking that. about, you know, these, these people in positions where we trust them and everything, so they get away with it you know, mm -hmm. for a, a, a lot of reasons, but like you don't expect it because you think you know them. Right. You know, and yeah, in a lot of cases. Yeah. And like in Katie's situation, you know, she had been going to that guy for a decade, you know, that's and the never thing. would have expected that. Right. It just goes to show you that like these people that we trust and that we interact with on a somewhat regular basis in our lives, the the interaction we have with them is very limited and we really don't know them oh they're, they're and they're human and people can change <clears throat> yeah on top of that so you know a lot of times you always hear about serial killers you know it's the guy next door and i never would have known it you know he was the nicest guy like how many times do you hear that in these cases a lot every time every I, you know i'd see him i'd wave at him every time he was mowing his lawn well, you yep. didn't know the guy yeah 
And actually, this guy, he uh, is a very, he's like the number one OBGYN in the city. And he's on TV. He does like a little news thing every other week about, you know, healthcare. And wow, every time so anybody wants to know who this guy is, <laughs> <laughs> <wants> to <laughs> anytime That's I see him on bag. TV, it just makes me sick. I look at him and I'm like, man, but I didn't do anything. I just changed doctors, you know? Yeah. Well, Which is I the mean, right thing to do, really. Yeah. You're right. Mm -hmm. You, you made, he made the wrong move, Katie. You made the correct one. Yeah. Uh, it was it was definitely jarring, though. I was really oh, disappointed. Yeah. You know, like I didn't. And it's crazy because he was. He was a good looking young guy. It's not like he was a bucket of yuck coming on to me. It wasn't a Harvey Weinstein thing. Right. You know, he was a good looking guy. And but it, I had had like a mental breakdown in his office, like truth be told. And he from there on out used that as like an in you know yeah well, yeah he's not a very good guy exactly it, it was Maybe a it was great hurtful. doctor but not a good guy right yeah 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 uh but i mean hey i i, I grew up with uh, you know the two doctors in that were in my hometown uh which neither one of them practice fan have a family practice one of them's passed away and the other one uh basically got forced out uh, they created the, the drug problem in the area, created it. You know, people just, they just kept prescribing fucking opiates over and over. The, the my, my first wife called my doctor, the, one of the guys, he's not working anymore as, as a family practice. He works somewhere else. Um, and she told him he's abusing the fucking pills. So he set up an appointment to talk to me and I told him, yeah. And he uh, decided that we would just uh, lower the dosage. <laughs> Which I was at the time all for. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. All right. And I'm going to increase the frequency I get my prescription filled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, it, it, I mean, it. It, it's it's a strange thing that happens when you have these people in positions of power and trust and then they break that and it's well, scary you gotta keep, if he keeps prescribing that to you you got to keep going back to him well yeah you know damn skippy or he's getting a kickback from the <laughs> he's getting a kickback no that no, should it, be illegal it was definitely think, it was definitely a kickback should be getting kickback that, that whole that whole era was definitely kickbacks i don't think they should ever get a kickback from a pharmaceutical company because that creates problems just like you you know that. Yeah. yeah it's it's a sick cycle but on that note i'm gonna wrap this fucking thing up uh this has been uh the 40 and slip episode 130 fucking five herald ship man if you like this shit hit the little thumbs up button if you don't hit the little thumbs down button leave a comment subscribe go find out who katie's doctor was you know that could be your fun little homework assignment this weekend <laughs> <laughs> don't don't encourage people to look up where I live, Chris. Oh, they've please. already done it. They've already done it. <laughs> well, I'm not on Facebook anymore, so good. I know. Luck. <laughs> I, know. I can find it. Uh, go check out our good friend. <laughs> go, go check out our good friend Matt Knapp at youtube.com forward slash Bigfoot Crossroads and youtube.com forward slash cryptid tales. You can check us out on Anchor at anchor.fm forward slash the 40 and slip. The show will not be up until tomorrow. Uh, I do not know YouTube why everything's taking so long to process on YouTube when it's a live show, but that's just the case. So don't know what to tell everybody. Sorry. <clears throat> um, go check out 
old Phil polling over at uh, youtube.com forward slash para breakdown. Uh, check out our good friend Dreadfun over at dreadfun.com and youtube.com forward slash dreadfun. And check out the boys over at High Society Radio at Gas Digital Network dot com. I got to get in touch with uh, Johnny and see what his deal is because I know he's been doing shows. So I'll probably get him back on. Uh, we will be back next week where we will take on the 5G conspiracy. All of them. What are all, the 5Gs? All five. All You'll have five. to stay tuned until next week, Matt. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Until then. See ya!